But you see, all of us tonight have a testimony. And our testimony is what God has done for us. It's his saving grace. Yeah? And this is the testimony that God has given us. Eternal life. And this life is in his son. Yeah? And it's this life that I live by the grace of God. And it's this life that I live through the strength of the Holy Spirit. And it's this life that I live when I am tested. And the same for you. And the same for you. You see, when I decided tonight that I wanted it to be a night of testimony, it was because I understood something afresh and again in my life just on Saturday. And it was the power of the testimony. Because when God has done a work within us, when God has done something great inside of us, when God is... Whatever he has done, whatever has brought that testimony, as you declare that testimony, there's an anointing. And that anointing has the power to deliver and set free and help and comfort and give life to somebody else. And I saw it twice on Saturday. Guess what I shared on Saturday? How God delivered me. Yeah, I shared Jesus. That's a good answer. You're not in Sunday school now. Was it you said that, Iris? (laughs) We always said Jesus in Sunday school, didn't we? Because we thought, right, that's the answer. I declared, oh, God brought me through that car accident many years ago. What was I in this morning? I'm not stupid. I'm not stupid. But you see, my testimony is that God protects my life. He's a protector. Yeah? Yeah? And we don't understand what that protection is unless we go through things sometimes that we realise we need a protection in. Yeah? We don't understand about his provision unless we walk through some things where we need him to provide. Yeah? Yeah? But we don't like it, do we? But we all want to give a testimony. Yeah? And that's not wrong. But today I've got to thinking about some stuff. Look, I want you to know that we know that God is with us most when we are our weakest and we are our most vulnerable. Yeah? That's when we know God's with us. When we're on the mountaintop, I'll be honest, we don't think too much about God being with us. Yeah? But we know it when we're at our weakest. I want to tell you tonight, you've got to keep telling the story of God's faithfulness. God's faithfulness, God's faithfulness. You've got to keep telling it, keep telling it, keep telling it, because it is truth. I said a few weeks ago, disappointment and despair live alongside the promises. All the unanswered questions, all the pain. Because you see, God wants us to persevere even when we feel disillusioned. He wants us to remain steadfast even when we haven't got the answers. Because you see, we can't touch the miraculous without having understood the unknown. 
and having chosen to believe in spite of. Yeah? In spite of. <laughs> I'm still going to talk about testimonies tonight, and I hope you've come with some. But I took a little bit of a different journey to get to where I want us to go. Because one of the things that we've understood today, and we've had Dan in our house today as well, and we've chatted and we've said something, is the enemy wants to shut us up. The enemy wants us to back off. The enemy wants us to change our story. The enemy wants us to change our message. The enemy wants us to do things differently. But God says, stand. And having done all, feeling helpless and hopeless, stand. Yeah? That's our testimony. That's our message tonight. That's our message. And, and, and actually, before we go any further, God, um, God is using Dan tonight to minister out in Barn Barton in a, in a home group. You know, God used this fellowship to go in there and open up something, and it's continuing. God's got, you know, a group out there of people that are serving Jesus, and it's, it's amazing. God's got somebody living there. Phil, who most of you will remember, came into Barn Barton. They live in Barn, in Barn Barton, and they've got a home group. Let's just pray for Dan now. Lord, in your name, we're lifting you down because we know he is taking into that home group tonight a message of hope a message of deliverance, a message of love and peace and of the saving grace of our wonderful Lord and Saviour. So I pray you'd strengthen Dan tonight, Lord, that you'd help him, that you'd bring him words of life and words of wisdom and words of hope. And we believe, Jesus, that your very presence is going to fill that room tonight, that your very presence is going to touch hearts and going to touch lives. And we pray tonight, Jesus, that, that Dan will know that as he delivers your words of truth. Bless that group that meet, Lord. We, we look for fruit. We look for multiplication. And we pray blessing in Jesus' mighty name. Amen? Yeah, God is good. God is good. Well, I've come to the conclusion that to bring a testimony and to bring one I've recognized in my own life means walking through the valley. Oh, I thought we were talking about testimonies tonight. I want to tell you, did you hear what I said? What did I say? What did that mean? You've got to walk through that. But what are we doing, Lorraine? We're walking through. We're walking through. I didn't say to you, you're going to have a testimony because you've stayed in the valley. You're going to have a testimony because you're walking through the valley. You're walking through, Carol. You're walking through the valley. Yeah? And that's what God gave me today. This is a walkthrough. It's not a walk in the park, but it's a walking through. It's not a staying in. Yeah? It's a walking through. That's what it says in Psalm 23. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'll feel no evil because you're with me. You know that God is with you the most when you are in the valley. Yeah? 
The psalm was written by David, the shepherd, who later became king. And he shows the image of God who is our shepherd. And this is all the things that Psalm 23 talks about in the valley, walking through. God will provide. God will protect. God is our peace. God is our rest. God is our restoration. God is our companion. God is our comfort. God is our comfort, confidence. God is our hope. And God is our healer as we are walking through the valley. Walking through the... He is all those things to us. What a testimony. If we don't say anything else tonight, what a testimony. Yeah? How many know that to be their testimony tonight? Come on, raise your hands. Yeah? How many know that tonight? They're walking through. Walking through. God is all the... But we always, always, always think we've got to wait till we get to the other side before all those things are ours. But they're ours as we're walking through. I ain't there yet. And ultimately, he's our source. He's our strength. He's our salvation. And all of these truths become our comfort in our sorrow, in our weakness, in our times when we say, God, why? They become our testimony. Yeah? They become our message. I've talked about this for those of you that haven't been here. I want to tell you, until God becomes your message, until this word becomes your message, nothing changes. But when this becomes your message, when this becomes your testimony, then this becomes your song. Others know. Others see. I went to visit a man yesterday who's part, part of my work. Um, he's a volunteer working for Safe Families, but he prays. He had to give his job up just before Christmas. Not, not very old. I'd say probably mid-40s, late-40s. And um, I knew he wasn't a well man. And myself and the family support manager decided we'd go together to see him. And um, he starts to tell us his story, and he's got a brain tumour. Not more than one. He's got, I said, one here, one here, and one here. And on the way, I, I felt to pray. I said, God, I don't know if he's saved. I don't know, I don't know very much about the man. We're going to go and see him, and um, I've just been dripped on again. We're going to go and see him, there's a leak. Um, and um, anyway, we did that. Oh, the presence of God, people. I can't even begin to tell you the very presence of God that was in that place. And the story came out from him that, you know, um, we, he didn't tell us right away that, that um, he was a Christian, um, but he is, 
And he said, you know, my parents have been praying for me and my brother and my sister and, and my brother and sister came to Jesus in their teens. But for me, it wasn't long ago. Um, but he said, how I have seen the goodness of God <laughs> in the valley. He's seen his provision. He's seen his protection. He's seen his peace. He's seen his restoration. And with tears running down his face, he gave his testimony to us in the valley. And it was beautiful. It was powerful. It was refreshing. It was restoring. It fed my soul. And I saw again the anointing and the power of the testimony. I saw again the testimony of another that touched my life. Amen. That rearranged my life in the valley. And I blessed God. For him, and I said to him, I prayed for you on the way here, not knowing whether you were born again or whether you weren't. And, and, and he said, he was just crying, and he said, my tears are not tears of self-pity. My tears are not tears of woe is me. And I said, I know they're not. I said, your tears are at the sheer goodness and grace of your living God. Yeah? He's got two young boys, 11 and 14. I mean, what a story, I'm telling you. It's true. It's true. But what a testimony. This is the power of the testimony. Yeah? This is what I'm talking about when I say that the testimony of God carries such an anointing that it not only breaks the yoke in you and me, but it breaks the yoke in others. This is the testimony I'm talking about. I don't know everything. I don't understand everything. I don't know the whys and the wherefores. And the older I get, I've got more questions than answers. That's the truth. But I know the God of the testimony. And I'm knowing him a little bit more as I journey. Do I like everything I walk through? No. Do I understand everything? No, but I know this, that there are certain things that God permits. Doesn't send, but there are certain things that he permits. Does that make me understand all the more? No, but it gives me peace in the valley. He's the word of our testimony. He opens a way for us. And it says... That his rod and his staff will comfort us. He will walk with us in the darkest night and through the toughest trial. And we, as we are walking through, I want to tell you, you're walking through with a testimony. You're walking through with a current testimony. And you're walking through with a testimony of what God is able to do. Because he's given us a hope and a future. In the darkest night, in the bleakest of times. And I'm testimony of that. And his rod in staff will comfort us. God will walk with us in the darkest trial. God's rod is a picture of his truth. It's a picture of his discipline. And it's also a picture of his protection over David's life. You see, the, the rod prodded David, and he understood that because he had to prod the sheep, yeah? 
At the same time, that same rod defended him against all unwelcome attack. I tell you what, do not fear the enemy. Yeah? Recognize there's an enemy, but put your trust in the living God. <laughs> Today, right away, I, I was shocked. It shook me up, you know, because the smallest bang on a car sounds huge, doesn't it? Well, this sounded like a bomb going off. And and got out and I was shook and the lady with me was shook and she was shaking and we exchanged details. And um, she said to me, she was feeling all a bit cross. I thought you were moving out. Well, no, I couldn't move out because there were cars coming. I had to wait, so all the rest of it. Anyway, I just looked at her and I said, um, I'm a Christian, I said, and I'm just going to ask Jesus to bless us. And she went, so am I. I'm a Christian too. I said, wait, that's it. Then Jesus is going to bless us. <laughs> That's two of us agreeing. He's going to bless us. He is going to bless us, yeah? And, and I believe he is going to bless us. All right, my car's got to go in. And, but, you know, in the great scheme of things, it's a bit of tin. It's a bit of, it's a bit of metal. You know, there's bigger things happening, bigger things taking place, and I was protected. God's rod is a picture, I said, of him defending us. And God's staff is a picture of his rescue. The crook rescued David from perilous places. He got that because how many times did he have to rescue those sheep? I wish Kathy was here. She'd be brilliant with this. How many times did he have to rescue the sheep from perilous places? It was also something that he could hold on to when he fell. You see, walking through the valley, we need protecting. We need saving. We need, we need something to hold on to so we don't fall. But he's not going to let us fall as we walk through the valley. He's going to take us through. He's not going to let you take a wrong step. Just hold on. Hold on. He's going to take you through. And David, what better, what better person to have written the psalm than David who understood about the presence of God, about the power of God as he tended those sheep that in the darkest and deepest places and even made reference to death here. And we haven't walked that valley yet. But it says, even in the valley of the shadow of death, don't fear any evil. Yeah? I loved that that description is of David walking through the valley and not into it. It's references walking through passing through, that tells me there's a coming out on the other side. Who can amen that tonight? I don't know what your life looks like at the moment. I don't know what things you might be experiencing, but if you will allow God to walk through with you, then you're coming out. You're coming out the other side. It's a walkthrough. Yeah, it's a walkthrough. And you may not understand things around you and you may not understand things that are going on in you. But I want to tell you, it's a walkthrough. David knew he wasn't alone, that God was with him. You see, the very fact it was the, the, the valley it said, it, it talked about the shadow, didn't it? Even though I walked through the valley of the shadow. And we know this, that, that, that there couldn't have been a shadow unless there was presence of light. Yeah? So there's light in the valley when it actually feels dark. When it actually feels that nobody is around us. And, and I don't like those times when God goes silent on me. 
Have you had those times? God's just gone silent on me. And I've called out and I've cried out and I've said, God, where are you? And he just stays silent. Does that mean he's not there? No, it doesn't. He is with you always. Always. But we've got to understand that sometimes by him not saying anything is because simply he hasn't got anything else to say. He said it all. Yeah? Or because he's wanting us to trust him in the silence. Yeah? Because when God keeps bringing us a word or keeps telling us things, we've got something that we feel we can hold on to. But when it all goes quiet, we think to ourselves, well, well, where are you? Are you, are you even here, God, with me? And sometimes he's got to cause us to just stand still so that we'll think back to what was the last thing he did say to me? And God, that's when we're pulling things down and saying, God, I know that you're with me. It doesn't feel like it. It's hurting. It's painful. I'm disappointed. It's costing me all those things. But I know you're there, God. You haven't gone anywhere. That's faith. Do you know, that's where faith grows. In the valley. Yeah? Think about it. Your faith won't grow on the mountaintop. Because it's heck of a good up there, isn't it? Yeah? And that's party time. Yeah? It's in the valley that my faith is grown. That your faith is grown. And mainly it's for selfish reasons, because we want to get out. <laughs> yeah? Be honest. But God knows us best, and he's working things in our lives. And I, I've come to understand that, and this was some of what I was going to bring tonight anyway, that looking at the word, valleys have deep significance in the journey of God's people. All the way through the word, you know, the Israelites, you know, where they traveled through that wilderness. I want to tell you, there's, there's more valley talking in here than what we sometimes realize. But they walked through. They came through. And there, 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 are, there are testimonies. You see, there were places that I read about in this word of great battle, of uncertainty, of vulnerability and discovery. Yeah, there was places of weakness. There was sin. There was brokenness. And all these things went on in people's lives, no different than what we experience today. But until this message becomes our message... We don't see the connections. But God is connecting us to him. You see, the way that God uses the valleys in our lives and walks us through the valleys ends up being a place of beauty. And it ends up being a place of transformation where we can say there is beauty for ashes. And somewhere in that valley, walking through, we find in our hearts a song of praise and a song of worship to the one who is and will be forevermore. To the one who is our keeper, to the one who is our saviour. 
to the one who we will, if we will take the time out and pause, sailor. It's our all in all. What a timely word. It talks in the Psalm 84 about the valley being a place of weeping, the valley of Baca. Do you know that's the only place that Baca is mentioned in the whole of the word? And it means weeping. And it was a valley filled with sadness, with pain, with death, with sorrow. But I want to tell you tonight, you're not staying in it. You are not staying in it. You are passing through. That is your testimony tonight. If we don't go home with anything else tonight, then we've got to go home with a testimony in our hearts that says, I'm not staying in this. I'm passing through. Yeah, I'm walking through this. Yeah, I'm walking through because my God is walking me through because my Saviour has my hand because my God is the glory and the lifter of my head. Yeah, I'm not staying in this valley. I'm passing through yeah yeah can you believe that for yourself tonight can you understand that is the truth of the word because that's your testimony that's your testimony tonight I'm not staying here I'm passing through and I want to tell you something else tonight there are people that haven't got in because things have happened and situations have gone on in their lives over the past few days and they've not been able to get in here but I want to tell you it'll be the same for them they're passing through They're passing through. Yeah? They're passing through. And they are coming through in the power of God and in the strength of his might. It says that the the valley of Baca is a place of springs. (laughs) And a place where I find the sustaining presence of God. And it goes on to say, and it's Psalm 84 if you want to look it up. In fact, let's read it. Psalm 84, verse 5 to 7, because I love this. Walking through the valley, walking through this hard place, walking through this time of difficulty, walking through a time of weeping, walking through a time of sorrow, walking through a time of pain and disappointment and not understanding and saying, where are you, my God? Blessed is the man, it says in verse 5, and the woman whose strength is in you. I want to tell you tonight, you're blessed. You are blessed. It doesn't feel blessed. Walking through doesn't feel blessed. But I want to tell you tonight, blessed is the man whose strength is in you, whose heart is set on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, the valley of weeping. And then it says, they make it a spring. The rain also covers it with pools. Another word for pools is blessings. Walking through the valley, expect blessing. Expect it. Hey, that's upside down. I'm in pain. I'm disappointed. I'm struggling. My strength is gone. Uh Uh-huh. Where's your heart set? Chris said it to us. Sunday morning. Where's our focus? Pause. And set your heart on God. Who says you're not staying here. I'm walking you through. 
And I love how he walks us through at our pace and in our time. Yeah? Don't be afraid that, that it's taking a bit longer than it need. Don't be afraid that you don't feel like maybe shouting out your praises in this place. So long as you're praising. Because he's walking you through. And he says, it says here in the Psalms, the rain also covers it with pools or blessings. They go from strength to strength. Yeah? We are going from strength to strength. Now do you understand that as you're walking through the valley and he's bringing us through to the other side, we're going from strength to... It's not depleting us. Hey, hey! but I can't take no more of this. I can't go another inch, God, I've had enough. Really, I cannot anymore take. But if my heart is set, if my eyes are focused, then I'm going from strength to strength in this hard and difficult place that I don't want to be in. But I'm coming out. I'm just walking through. I'm coming out and I'm going from strength to strength in this place of vulnerability, in this place of uncertainty, in this place of weeping, maybe in this place of mourning, because I want to tell you there's beauty in brokenness. There's joy in tears. And I've already said it tonight. It's where my faith grows. It's where my faith grows. And I will come out strong in the strength of the Lord, in the power of his might, with a testimony. Because I've actually walked through the test. Yeah. <laughs> I've always hated tests. It's places we don't choose. Journeys we'd rather not take. Places of pain that if our eyes are set on pilgrimage, if our eyes are set on the Lord and where he is taking us, will actually deepen our walk in him. Deep calls unto deep. I said to you last week, uh, for, some, uh, for those of you that weren't here, I'll quickly say it again, but I, didn't, I left something out. I didn't tell you the scripture that I had written on my dish. I've got a dish at home, a pottery thing that I felt to have um, made as a um, remembrance to me of the journey we walked through with Harry and how God walked us through that valley. And there was a testimony, yeah? And the scripture I wanted engraved upon it, uh, or in it, because it was done, um, it was a Japanese art and it's called Kintsugi. And the broken pieces are, um, in Japanese pottery, mended with pure gold, and um, so the dish was quite expensive and that was a story in itself. But the testament or the words that I wanted written in it 
were from Psalm 42. And this is what is written in gold. But it's not just written in gold on a dish. It's been written in gold on my heart. It's been written in gold on my heart. Yeah? Because the real testimony is what God did in my heart. Amen? And this is what he says, and it's all relevant with what we've said tonight. And it says, if I can find it, that my soul thirsts for God, it begins there with, as the deer pants for the water, so my soul longs after you. That's not the bit that I've got written. But the bit, here we go. Verse 7. Deep calls unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. But the Lord God commands his loving kindness in the daytime. And in the night his song shall be with me. And what I wanted written in there, there are hidden treasures in darkness. In the valley, there are treasures you will not find out any other way. The only place they can be found is in the valley. Yeah? And they're, they're hidden, yet they're not. Deep cause unto deep in the roar of your waterfalls. And this is what I've got etched all in gold, in lettering. And there is beauty in brokenness. It's etched. And I want to tell you, God wants to etch things on our hearts that change us forever. Yeah? And that changing, you see, the valley is a place of transformation. Amazingly so. It's a place of transformation. So my testimony, all is based in Jesus. It's what the word and what the blood of Jesus has done for me because it covers me. It covers my situation. It covers my home. It covers my life. Yeah, that's my testimony. That's your testimony. What should have took you out never took you out. Yeah? It never took you out. It should have took you out. The enemy wanted it to take you out. The situation could have took you out. But God, by his blood, through the blood of Jesus Christ, has covered us. I've been forgiven. Yeah? According to the riches of his grace, I've been bought with a price. It's my testimony. Amen? It's your testimony. Anything else is secondary to all of that. Anything else is the grace of God, the love of God, the power of God that keeps us. All of that is wonderful. And he's daily our protection. I believe that. I've got to say that today, I'm nine. He's daily our protection. He's daily our guide. He's daily walking with him. I've got another testimony. Happened yesterday. This was so, oh, this was a bit strange, really. Dave and Vicky came for tea. David just took his car for MOT. So he came running in and I said, oh, I'll dish the tea up now. So I went to dish the tea up. They were all in the lounge, weren't you? I go out into the kitchen, playing football in my lounge. I put my dish. 
I worry about my dish now. <laughs> anyway, they were playing football. So, and I went to my um, kitchen window, and, and those of you that know my house, Dave was parked up the road. So our next-door neighbours is there, so they had to go past the gate, so his car was parked there. Well, I looked out the window like that, and I thought, Dave's car's just moved. And I thought, to me, said, Daft, and just moved as your head. <laughs> your head's spinning. I carried on, I looked again, and I thought, there's nobody in it. His car's getting closer. <laughs> I carried on what I was... Looked again. His car is moving. Dave, your car's moving. What? He's running around like a headless chicken. He ran out, no shoes on his feet, went to the car. Sure enough, his car was inching and inching nearer and nearer to Vicky's other car, um, the other small car. And, and I, I just could see on my head a knock-on effect. I thought, this is, this is really bad. What, what's anyway, he managed to go out there and so I jump into the car as the car's moving. What, they'd, what, what haven't they done? It's electric handbrake. And in the MOT thing, they hadn't... They'd switched it off. So just think what could have happened. Think what could have happened. It could have knocked up. You know, there were other cars parked. You know... You just saw a domino effect. I thought I was going mad. <laughs> I, just want, I just want to say to you, you know, God, God watches over our lives. Yeah? That could have been an accident, a bad accident. But you see, God protects our lives. And I'm also recognising that when you step out... <laughs> And you start saying things like, God, I want your message to become who I am. I want your message to make a difference wherever I go. That that will be challenged. But now's not the time to back off. This is the day of your testimony. I'm going to say it again. This is the day of your testimony. Yeah? To stand. Yeah? To allow God's presence to walk us through. To allow God's presence to be with us, to guide us. And some of what else I was going to say is the testimony that we, that we carry connects generations, just like it said in the Word. And this was some of what I was going to bring tonight about the fact that we are, we are a sign of God's goodness, of God's faithfulness in our families, in our neighbours, in our workplaces. Wherever we go, we're a sign, we're a testimony. Have you ever had people say, how can they be like that when they're walking through that? Yeah? Lots of times that's happened in my life, but they're going through that. How can they be as they are when that is going on in their life? It's a testimony. It's a sign to others that our strength is in Jesus. And we're going from strength to strength because he's walking us through. Don't let fear and doubt flood your heart and your mind. But allow Jesus to fill you with his goodness, to fill you with his faithfulness. To fill you with an anointing which I believe comes as we share our testimony. There is a power 
in the testimony that's in your heart and in your life, even when you're walking through, you're a testimony. Yeah? Even when you are walking through, there is an anointing. There is an anointing of God in your life. Yeah? And he has made promises over your life, over your family, over your situation. Yeah? And those promises that get made, get made alongside a whole lot of things that you don't understand. And they challenge your faith in the valley. But set your hope on God, because that's what Psalm 23 means. Setting our hope in God, it will sustain you. And I want to tell you that as you share your testimony, as you are, in, I was so encouraged by that man's testimony yesterday. And, and it was a, to the natural eye, it's not good, it, it, his condition isn't curable. But the expectancy it created in my heart in the power of a testimony of a man walking through a valley, yeah, whose life could end fairly soon, but we know it doesn't end because he goes to be with Jesus, or God could change that because I felt to pray life into him. Amen. I felt to do that. I don't know what God's going to do, but you've just got to be faithful to what the Spirit is showing you at that moment. But I want to tell you, the power of that man's testimony filled the room and we found ourselves praising God. It's upside down, isn't it? But that man is going from strength to strength. And as we shared yesterday morning, there was a strength coming upon him. There was something happening in him that he was sharing from a place of strength when actually he's walking through a valley of death. Powerful, isn't it? Powerful. So powerful. I want to tell you tonight, this is the day of your testimony. I just don't mean today. I mean, we're in a season. We're in a day. Yeah? This is the time for your testimony. Even though you're walking through. Even though you're walking through. It's the time of your testimony. Let's just sing. Sorry, Chris, I've realised. And Hillary, oh no, you're both, yeah, you're both stood. You're both, we're just going to praise God for a minute. We're just going to lift our voices to him. If you want to declare, you want to pray, do that. If you come tonight with a testimony, then there's only one stipulation that it's not long so that everybody's got chance to say a testimony tonight. But for now, we're looking, we're setting our hearts, we're putting our focus on our faithful God. Yeah? As we speak his name, as we declare his goodness, you might need to be confessing tonight, God, I know you're with me. And I got my hand in yours and we're walking through. We're walking through. 
I'm not staying here. Maybe some need to say that tonight. I know I'm not staying here. I've got my doubts. I've got stuff happening around me, but, but Lord, I'm holding your hand. And I'm not staying here. And you might not just be declaring that for you. You, you may be declaring that over your family tonight. Yeah? Over your own selves, over your families, over situations. But Lord, I'm, I'm walking through. And, and as I walk through, I'm going to be a testimony. I'm going to declare your goodness. I'm going to declare your faithfulness. And I'm setting my heart on you. I'm setting my heart on the one who is able to make this valley, this place of weeping, into a place of testimony and a place of strength and a place of blessing because you said in that place, I am blessed. I want some of you to be saying that tonight. I am blessed. I am blessed. The blessing of God is upon my life. The blessing of God is all over me and all around me. The blessing of God is my covering and will see me through. For you are my testimony. You, Lord God, are my testimony. You, Lord God, are my salvation. You, Lord God, are my strength in this trial. And I'm not just strong, but I'm going. See, even that's not standing still. Even strength is going from strength to strength. Amen. Let's sing these words tonight. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Over fear and over anxiety. Amen. To every soul held captive by depression. Jesus. I speak Jesus. 